0: Welcome to Heart, Hustle & Humor, a show for dedicated, hardworking, fun entrepreneurs and business owners who wanna build a business bigger than their own satisfaction. We all know Heart got you started, hustle made it happen, and humor got you through it. This is the only place you can get inspired and motivated by my guests who are using the trifecta of Heart, Hustle & Humor, in their business. It's time to dream higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Media Services. Kaleidoscope Media Services helps professionals scale their business by adding digital products for success. I'm your host, Dr. T. Welcome to another episode of Heart Hustle and Humor. I'm your host, Dr. T. I have been waiting a long time to have today's guest in studio. She has been extremely busy working with her clients, shaking up the mental health industry, and writing her book. And we're going to talk about her book later. Welcome to the studio, Dr. Carrie Johansson.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. T. I am thrilled to
0: be here. Oh, I, I'm just, it's so exciting to have you here, Dr. Carrie takes her 20 years of experience as a psychologist and is now bringing her information away from the couch and into the larger world. She focuses on helping people work through with reality and figure out their next best move by teaching people how to increase their mental flexibility. And we're going to talk today about this mental flexibility. Dr. Carey, can you just tell me this what is the components of this mental flexibility? Well, this is so cool because it
1: aligns completely with your mission and vision for the world. There's heart, there's humor, and then you followed all up with hustle.
0: Love literally
1: it. three parts.
0: See, look at that. All right. See, this is so why I have you here today. Tell us about the heart. What is that mental flexibility around heart?
1: So, heart is the notion of being present to the world that you're living in. And it is also figuring out where you want to spotlight your attention. So Mm. imagine you're having a terrible day. Everything about a terrible day, it shows in your face. It shows in your tone of voice. It shows in your posture. And it mostly shows in your thoughts because your thoughts are spotlight focused on criticizing, feeling lousy, paying attention to problems. The heart of mental flexibility is bringing up the spotlight And really being present to the variety of things that are going on, both positive and negative and neutral, and approaching them with curiosity, which is such a heartfelt, forward-moving way to move through the world, instead of criticism, which is such a closed-down and smaller way of moving through the world.
0: You know, I think that this whole topic is is enlightening for us because over the last few years, I think people's heart, it's been broken. I mean, a lot of the world has, we've faced some different things we never thought we were going to face. I mean, how are you talking to people and sharing so that they can kind of see the world differently?
1: Well, and this has been a huge portion of my work, especially in the last two years, because we're being consistently invited to narrow our focus down to the biggest problems that we have the least amount of control over. Mm. And if we're focusing on huge problems that we have almost no control over, what that ends up doing is it systematically increases hopelessness. It systematically increases fear and anxiety. And it also makes us get very protective of our hearts. So we end up really stepping away from other people getting protective and suspicious. Everybody gets really pokey with each other, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we are actually getting systematically encouraged to approach the world this way. And it's frankly the wrong way to approach the world. It makes people unhappy. It makes them divided. And it narrows their options for moving around in the world.
0: You know, I've never had somebody explain it to me like that. And, And it is, it's about this narrowing, of the things we can't control. For me, Dr. Carey, a lot of the way I get out of sort of that narrowness is gratitude. And, And I talk a lot about gratitude. How are you seeing gratitude play out these days to help us lift our hearts? Well,
1: I think gratitude's an incredibly important thing to focus on because it gets you into that broader view, right? If you're only focusing on what isn't working, guess what's going to grow in both scope and intensity. It's going to feel bigger and it's going to feel more intense. Yeah. If you take your thoughts and focus on what is working in your day, what are you proud of? Who do you feel happy to be around? And most importantly, what do you feel grateful for? Mm. And what can you lean on and just feel kind of awestruck or stunned by? And it can be something tiny, Right. Right. Let yourself feel gratitude when the person in front of you who has a million things in their grocery cart, but you only have three, they turn around and they realize, hey, you only have three items, hop in front, right? That's actually an opportunity to be like, man, people are good. This is awesome, right? And to let that gratitude actually be embodied is a great example of being present in a way that is going to move you towards the type of life you want to be living.
0: Yeah. Move you towards the life you want to be living. I think that is such an attitude that we have to have because without this gratitude, without understanding coming from the heart of generosity, it's hard to move us in a new direction or a forward direction. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, for me in business, right? Things have changed a lot, but for me, I've seen it as opportunities. And I'm wondering where you're kind of guiding people to say, look at the world as a new opportunity.
1: Yes. And that's where you're taking a look at all three aspects to life that are constantly happening, positive, negative, and neutral in almost any given scenario we're getting positive negative and neutral input occasionally you'll have a day where things will feel really unbalanced and you'll get tons of positive and it's easy to feel really grateful and happy and then there's days where you'll you know you're getting beat up and and there's too many problems to solve and it feels yeah. kind of lousy but When you're in that space of thinking that you have an option to move forward, you can create the type of life that you would like. Now, that formula is not A plus B equals life I want. It's Uh, A plus B plus unknown life factor X that we maybe don't have control over (laughs) equals life that you want, Mm
0: -hmm. right? Right, right.
1: So remember that the biggest focus here should be on process not on outcome. So when you're focusing on a day-to-day basis of I'm going to increase gratitude, I'm going to move towards my goals, I'm going to purposefully be kind to five people today just for just for kindness sake, right? Right. Then all of a sudden life factor, you know, unknown factor X which swings in from time to time then it's not as big of a deal because it's just a part of the formula and it isn't screwing up your formula when it comes in.
0: I get the kind of the great things that happen, you know, and we feel good. Some of the bad things that happen and we feel bad. But what is that neutral part you're referring to?
1: So there's actually a ton of neutral. Lots of our interpersonal interactions are just fine. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Take driving to work. I think you probably have some traffic where you live. I live in
0: Denver. <laughs> yeah, kind of.
1: <laughs> right. I live in Denver. Our city has increased by like a gajillion people. <laughs> right. um, that's a clinical number, by the way. Gajillion. <laughs> um, and traffic is not that much fun anymore. Occasionally, like the other night, I went somewhere and I hit all green lights. Positive, right? Yep. Silly positive, but positive. Right. Same drive a couple of nights later, I hit all red lights. Negative. Again, it's a silly negative,
0: but this is an. But it still it
1: still makes us feel that way. But most of the time, when you're driving around, it's just fine. Mm. It's a little it's a little crowded, but it's just fine. Most of the time, when you eat dinner, it's just fine. (laughs) Occasionally, it's terrible, and you have to throw it out and go grab takeout. Well, and
0: sometimes why I don't cook, but okay.
1: And and sometimes it really turns out. But I think appreciating that the majority of life actually is. Kind of neutral or lean sort of maybe a little bit positive or a little bit negative, mm-hmm. but it's close to neutral. That's one of the ways of like, don't believe the media that every, the sky is falling all the time. Frankly, it's not true. The sky's just fine up there. <laughs> Occasionally it rains and sometimes it's real sunny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes in your case, it snows, but you know, and then then we don't have too much snow. All right. So this takes me into the second part of the mental flexibility and it's the humor yes. tell us about the humor
1: so i am a naturally kind of very heady thinking heavy person i can be inclined to being too serious <laughs> and one of the things that i have realized for myself personally and then you know when i've played it out with clients and friends and everybody else everybody likes to laugh come on you know like and and if you can laugh at yourself Oh my gosh, it makes life so much better. And having that humor helps you open up to that variability that you're inevitably going to encounter. And that humor also tends to give us a little bit of distance. So we're not just in the problem and kind of Mm. drowning in it. We can be looking at the problem and figuring out what's funny. Right. Right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And and you can even make it kind of systematic. Like we have a running joke in our household. It's called the blonde runs strong in this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and just for context, I live with a very tall, bald man and a 17 year old who has dark, dark hair. Okay. So uh the blonde runs strong. <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> and I see. Nice. And it has become both sort of a a silly explanation for like, whoops, I forgot something or that silly mistake, but it also ends up being a really sweet way to poke fun at each other without getting into each other's skin.
0: Of course. Right. You know, over the years I've talked to, you know, a lot of people from a business perspective and it's sometimes the only thing I've been able to do is just laugh at myself and the situation. Because yep. it, it goes back to, right, the positive or negative or neutral. I just had to sort of say, well, that did not quite go the way I <laughs> planned. And the actual physicalness of the laughter, because it's sometimes it's the fine line. And I'm sure you see this all the time, uh-huh. the fine line between laughing and crying. Uh-huh. So <laughs> maybe I laugh till I cry, but <laughs> how do we end up when we're in all of this how do we find sort of the humor and the levity in those things that we're being inundated with in the, today?
1: Well, and I do think that some of that is curating what you're getting exposed to. Right. Okay. So if you are watching the news all the time, it's going to be real hard to get some distance. Now, I do think it is critically important to be an aware and informed person in the world, so please figure out a way to get a news digest or some sort of moderated, moderate summary and just kind of resisting those bookends. I've been using a lot of general examples up until now, but I think this is actually a really important thing to talk about when you're in business and in particular, when you're on a team and you start polarizing people on a team, they're always late, right? They yeah. never give me credit for my work. Any of those sorts of polarizing statements where you're making a global, you know, someone is trapped in a box of negative assessment by you, it generally goes along with a tense jaw, a lot of seriousness Mm -hmm. right in your chest. And when you're laughing and smiling, your chest naturally opens, right? Mm -hmm. And you naturally have the ability to see a couple of different views, instead of just the one narrow, tense view of a person. And so that humor, it literally lightens you physically in your body. It also lightens your opinions. Lightening those opinions Mm -hmm. then gives you a little bit more space to figure out what's my best
0: move here. Yeah. Wow. Lightening your opinions. Again, such a great snippet of thinking differently. Yeah and and how you can really take that humor to sort of shift and be more open, be broader, think differently, look at people differently and I do love when you said, you know, the words always never that's actually a lie because nothing's always and nothing's never, but it's a habit. And we have to break those habits and sometimes breaking those habits are just having a good old fashioned laugh. Yeah.
1: And I think sometimes we think of habits as always being behavioral, right? Like smoking or being late or something like that, mm-hmm. or positive habits, flossing when you brush. Um, <laughs> but habits actually are also habitual thoughts are one of our strongest habit streams. And if we are habitually looking to lighten things up and make things funny, then life gets more fun. Uh,
0: and I love a fun life. Yeah. <laughs> I love I a fun do. life, right? So we have talked about the heart and the humor, but, you know, life is is all about the hustle. So how do we deal with the hustle when we're dealing with mental flexibility?
1: And I think this actually builds on that notion of habits that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. So hustle is all about doing the things that work, that move you towards the type of life that you want. Yeah. So step one, identify what's meaningful to you. Make some time for it, right? Mm -hmm. So the make some time for it is that hustle piece. Step one, identify what you are looking to move towards. And then from there, then you have to actually do the work, right? Right. Hustle piece. Yes. (laughs) You can't just think about it. You then have to match with some actions. And if you're consistently matching actions with something that you don't want, you can't really be super surprised that you're not getting what you want.
0: You so can't we need be to super surprised. You're not getting what you want. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of need to be hustling in the direction of
1: the life we're looking to create. Right. So this is where my favorite question comes in. What's my next best
0: move. Mm, what's my next best move. Yeah. So
1: it gets me out of drowning in emotions It gets me out of habitual thoughts and negative patterns, because if I ask myself the question, what's my next best move? I can do something even if I'm scared. I can do something different if I notice that what I've been doing hasn't been working, right? What's my next best move puts the creation of my world solely on my shoulders, but it's a backpack I'm interested in carrying, right?
0: It puts it solely on my shoulders. And I think when we get back to that narrowness, we tend to shout and push like it's the world yes. coming down on me. It's the world not allowing me to live in my heart, my humor, and my hustle. And what you're saying is, is shifting that hustle part to really knowing the steps to where you want to live your life.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And to understand, right, if we go back to that formula that we talked about, A plus B plus unknown twist of life equals life I really want to live, we do need to account for X. But if we spend all our time just being worried about what X is, then we're not doing anything at all. We tend to get paralyzed. And if the only thing we're focused on is where we're going, then we're not focused on what we have the power to create, right? So- a plus B, our, that's yep. our job to take care of our response to miscellaneous X factor. Our response is important, but we aren't in control of miscellaneous X factor. We're in control of A plus B.
0: Right. And that's all we can control. I want to make sure we have time to talk about your book because this is where they can get more of this kind of brilliant nuggets to take away to really living that life with, yep. within that mental flexibility. So tell us about your book.
1: I am super excited about my book. So my book is what my clients asked me to write. My clients said, I don't want to read a 300-page book on anger management. They don't need to know the like 3,000-year-old history of anger. I just need to know what to do when my boss says something that's really lame and I want to yell at him, right? So like, they wanted easy to implement things they could do on the fly, So self-help on the go is the name of my book and self-help on the go is exactly what it is. 99 tips, tricks, and tactics to help you in the moment on the move, help yourself get closer to the type of life you want to live.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. And our listeners can get that today because it's coming out and launching today. And how do they get your book?
1: So this is the coolest thing. <laughs> I am I'm a little over the moon. So, um, And you
0: should on. be, because I know what it takes to write a book. Oh my gosh, it took <laughs>
1: forever. Uh, so it's on Amazon and the first week, so starting today, May 17th, there's got to be a lucky number in there somewhere, right? May 17th, the first seven days on Kindle, on Amazon, it's 99 cents.
0: I am buying it. I am going to buy it for some of my other friends who we all have these conversations about the mental flexibility. We haven't put it in such a nice, succinct way. And I can totally see the 99 ways of doing this being something that groups of people who come together as kind of collegial partners to discuss, like especially entrepreneurs, we like to come together and have these conversations. I could totally see week one doing number one of the 99, you know, and just really kind of using it as, as a guide and a workbook. So I'm super excited. I've known Dr. Carey, I've known you for quite some time. We have some amazing people in common. And one of them happens to be our publisher, Henry, <laughs> Henry DeVries with, with Indie Books International. So I know he is just excited to also see your book come out today. And we're just, just so excited. So remember, everybody you can get it on Amazon.com and it launches today. And then for the next seven days, you got to buy it. You got to buy it for your friends. Let's make this happen. And Dr. Carey, also, how can they just get a hold of you?
1: So I have a website, selfhelponthego.com. And that has a contact page and all that good Super. stuff, good information. And again, a blog with tips and all of that. So I'm always the person looking to help empower you quickly to navigate the realities of life with ease. And that is that is that that—that is my life's mission for myself and for right. others. And it's really exciting to talk about.
0: And you live that mission. And thank you for coming today and sharing this incredibly timely information. Like I said, in the beginning, you have clients that you're working with. You're shaking up this mental health industry, which is so timely. Your book is um, out and you've been working on that. And I just, I want people to reach out to you and just connect and see the great work you're doing. So thank you so much for sharing your time and information so generously today.
1: Thank you, Dr. T. I hope it was helpful.
0: Oh, absolutely. I took stuff away. That's why I love doing this. <laughs> and with that, that ends our episode today of Heart, Hustle and Humor. Please share the episode, like it, tell us what you thought. Until next time, hashtag dream higher. Are you a professional looking to take your business to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go to kaleidoscopemediaservices.com. Check it out. And if you feel you are ready, then set up a time to talk to me and my co-founder, Laura Neubauer. I'm your host, Dr. T. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends.